Conagasta. Hi, I'm Alyssa Estrella, and you're listening to Pub Talk, a podcast series where we discuss all aspects of drug prevention. Um, we are all prevention specialists with Helpline Youth Counseling, which is a nonprofit organization that seeks to enhance the well-being in youth and their families through counseling, education, and the utilization of community resources. Uh, we are part of their prevention education program, hence our name, a Pep Talk. If you would like to follow us on Instagram, our Instagram handle is aodprevention underscore hyc. Um, on there is where we post actual information about drugs and alcohol. We also promote our ups, um, upcoming events and workshops, as well as our new uh, pep talk episodes. So if you'd like to give us a follow, um, it's a good way to keep track of our new episodes. If you had any, have any questions about our podcast series, please email me at lgraziani at hycinc.org, or you can send us a direct message on our Instagram, which again is aodprevention underscore hyc. I would also like to note that we are not licensed health professionals and everything we talk about is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. We are only here to share our opinions and knowledge based on research we have done. And it's important to always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding drug use or drug addiction. With that being said, I would like to get into today's episode topic, which is let's talk prevention. I wanted to start out this episode by just asking what drug prevention means to both of you. So Juana, what does drug prevention mean to you? So when I first got into drug prevention, I didn't know what to expect or so much about it. I just know that the aspect of prevent prevention is to prevent and promote, um, you know, awareness to a certain issue from within a certain population that they're going through and just giving them the tools and methods to go ahead and overcome that um, disparity or prevent them to go ahead and do that sort of behavior interaction. Um, but for me, drug prevention really goes back to um, the very basics, just going to teach how the effects of drugs, what it does to your body mentally, even to your surroundings, and ways and approaches that you could um, use in, in case you encounter uh, a situation where you are offered drugs or, you know, um, you encounter them, um, hopefully th these tools will help you make the best decision when you encounter that. So, yeah. I like that answer, uh, Juana. I think for me, I guess when I was growing up and thought of drug prevention, I thought of the D.A.R.E. program because in high school, at least that's the program that we um, were given in middle school and, and, and in high school. So I guess their slogan was just like, don't do drugs. And they also just showed us um, what the drugs are and how to use them basically. And as we know now, that program actually had the boomerang effect on um, most kids. So we know that kids that were actually using drugs were wearing those dare t-shirts kind of as a joke. And it wasn't, it wasn't a good program. It really didn't help many people. So I think it's good that we have changed our approach in drug prevention. So now I think at least as our, in terms of our program, we focus on not just saying, 
don't do drugs. Drugs are bad. If you do drugs the first time you use them, you're going to end up in jail or in rehab. It's now it's, we focus on telling the kids why they might be interested in using drugs or what drugs actually do to their bodies and what they do to their brain and the effects that it can have on them and why they may be feeling a certain way about themselves or being having anxiety and depression and why this may make you want to do use drugs more. Um, so I think focusing on those things as well as one, like you mentioned, the tools to um, not only refuse drugs, but also the tools to cope with problems such as anxiety or depression without the use of drugs. So I think drug prevention has now embodied a whole different type of curriculum and a whole array of different things and not just telling the kids don't do drugs, drugs are bad because no one's going to, no kid is going to listen to that. Well, I completely agree with both of you. I think um, coming into this field of drug prevention, I've been in here one year and I didn't really know what I was getting into when I, um, you know, got into this field. But um, like Lauren said, I feel like we have a way different approach of what drug prevention is and how we educate the youth. Um, and like before we had the D.A.R.E. program and the STAR program, and I, I feel like a lot of that was like scare tactics, which is why a lot of youth ended up using um, drugs and alcohol, you know. So um, with what we're doing now, I feel like they're more intrigued because they're learning, like you said, Lauren, the effects of what happens to their body and what happens to their brain. And when we tell them those things, it's like, you know, just the simple thing of telling them that their brain stops developing at the age of 25. So using drugs be before that, like really affects the development of their brain. Um, I think that really just gets to them rather than like the don't do drugs. That's bad for you. You know? No, I like that. Um, and uh, it kind of made me think about more about what you, when you mentioned the scare tactics that they used to be used, like we don't do that anymore. We act, at least our program, we, in the beginning of our presentations, I always like to kind of give a disclaimer, like we're not here to tell you what to do or how to live your life because in the end, using drugs is really only up to them, the youth. It's their decision. It's just, we're here to provide you with knowledge and resources and tools to help you or guide you make a better decision. And we hope that giving those, um, them those things that we can, they will make the better decision, but we're not scaring them and saying, don't do drugs because this is how you'll end up. Basically, these are consequences of it. As you were speaking, Lauren, I was remembering like what we're doing now as in, um, or in the high schools that we're working with, we've worked with, um, the kids that we encounter and like, um, I, I see how the material that we offer to them, um, they'll will have some pushback, but at the end of it, it would be, I would see like, oh, they really engage in, especially when we talk about substances, you know? So that's something that, um, to me, that I feel like we, we are making an impact and, and the methods and the, and the information that we've gathered and hopes that this could help them. I'm hoping that by their reactions, I feel like they will benefit and they'll take it on as they go by through life. So it's kind of at the same time, exciting to see the process and to hope that, you know, this sticks with them for the long run. So. I think it's also like, it's awesome to see on our end that 
um, what we present them, like the education and the like the facts of what drugs and the effects that drugs do to our bodies. Um, I think it's cool to see that they kind of second guess it. Like they know, they think they know what they're talking about, but then when we come and we're like, well, this is what happens if, you know, you take marijuana while you have like, you're feeling depressed, you know? Um, like they second guess it and then they start to like, even though they question us and push us back, I think that's important because we also are there to like continue to educate them and show them like everything they have like seen online may not be the truth. So we're here to show them like, you know, really um, pay attention to what they're looking at online and their and in their environments, like with their peers and stuff. Alyssa, that made me think about just nowadays youth are getting so much information and so much of it is misinformation from the internet and things like that. So it's important that we as adults, as parents, as um, caregivers, as teachers, we're actually giving them the correct information. And especially growing up, I feel like, or I didn't grow up in California, but now working in California, um, just the the opinion and the facts behind marijuana. Sometimes a lot of it is misinformation to youth. So growing up in California, it seems like, okay, it's totally fine to smoke weed because everyone's doing it and it's legal, but it's really not federally legal. And they don't really know these things. Like it's not actually legal. And just because it is legal doesn't mean that it has effects. It doesn't have negative effects on you. And I always think that I get the most, um, when we do our marijuana presentations to the kids, I think that I, we get a lot of like, oh, really? Like, I didn't know that marijuana actually could do that to you um, because they're getting so much misinformation about it. So they don't actually have the facts behind it. So, yeah. I, I hear this a lot when um, we ask them what um, marijuana is and sometimes they're like, oh, it's natural. It's a natural drug. But do you understand the concept and the what it does in general behind the scenes and even now with fentanyl it's even probably least it's not a hundred percent of that you know marijuana so it's i feel like we're in a time now that we're we're learning as we're going and they're learning as we're presenting as well because every day it's like a new update as well um, with substances. So it's a never ending process and we're always going to be like in school for it. So it's, I think that's exciting, but it's also where it keeps us on our toes to be prepared for what's next. Yeah. I think now drug prevention is more important than it ever was. Um, unfortunately, because of the fentanyl, what's going on with fentanyl and how all the drugs are being laced with fentanyl now, it's not just experimenting with drugs anymore. Um, and you need to understand that it's could experimenting with drugs for just the first time could mean their life because even marijuana is being laced with, um, fentanyl and causing, um, youth to be overdose. So it's really, really scary. So our jobs are way more important now. And that is kind of, that does, for me, at least it has a lot of, I feel like it's a lot of pressure because, um, you don't always know what will work for what kid, but, 
I think trying to do our best and um, using all of the tools and the trainings that we've been taught um, is the best way to try to um, influence at least one kid. And I know I said this in like the, in the first episode we recorded our intro episode, but to me, even if I influence just one kid to make the decision not to use drugs, that to me is enough and makes my job worth it. I agree with that. I think um, in what we're doing now, just working with the youth in, at the schools, like at the high schools, um, it's really like rewarding to hear, just to see that like if we help at least one kid um, and changing, or at least like showing them something that they didn't know when they walked into the room, it like means something. It means that like I woke up and I did something important for someone, you know? So it's a good feeling. It just takes one person, maybe that one person will go ahead and influence another person and doing and teaching them the, the skills and the methods that we presented to them. So when you said pressure, Lauren, that sometimes you feel pressure to like, I'm hoping that this works and that I'm doing my best in giving this information. I, I really hope that we continue to have that hopeful mentality and like the strength to continue to um, be open-minded to all the material that we're getting and also just uh, also the the time and the studying behind it that we take to you know carry these um, this information on to our um, youth and also in a creative way and that's I think that's also another way, another thing about prevention that a lot of people don't understand that we have to find creative ways and kind of cater it to the youth that we're tar targeting so that it'll stay with them and it'll make sense to them and hoping that they could carry this material on. I agree, Juana, like moving into that topic of, you know, there's, it goes into creativity prevention, you know, you have to you have to get creative of what's going to get the youth to want to come to your table or get to even like listen to what you're saying. You know, we've had like being boozled um, to just show the, you know, epidemic of, of prescription pills and fentanyl. You know, um, we've had like Jenga um, and like the alcohol goggles and the marijuana goggles. So I feel like those are all like creative ways we found to um you know, reach out to the youth and educate them in a, in a way that's not just um, lecturing. I agree. I think that staying up to date or staying trendy in, in the ways that we teach things is hard, but I feel like we're, we're making it work and also making drug prevention, not so scary and not so um, threatening, but like fun in fun ways. And I know you just mentioned being boozled um, and it just kind of uh, made me think that maybe we should tell our li listeners um, a little bit about what we do as a program, how we approach drug prevention. So what are some things that we do? Um, I know we just, we mentioned our uh, being boozled. We also have been talking about how we go into middle schools and high schools and do drug prevention um, presentations. Um, so that will be on all different types of drugs. We have a presentation on um, marijuana, methamphetamine, uh, vaping, fentanyl, which is probably one of our most requested presentations at the moment. 
what are some other presentations that I'm missing topics that we cover? Um, coping mechanisms that they could use with different levels of stress. How drugs can impact a college experience. So mm -hmm. kind of just teaching um, youth or kids in high school about how about uh, college drug use and how it can affect their college experience. Um, but yeah, we have tons of different presentations and our presentations don't just focus on the one aspect of drugs, but and saying these, this is what drugs do to you. These are the effects of drugs. Um, but also the aspect of another aspect of teaching them the tools to refuse as well as teaching them other coping mechanisms that they can use other than drugs to either help with their anxiety, help with their stress, help with their depression. Um, so those two aspects of it. Um, so that's one thing that we do as a program is uh, presentations. We also don't just focus on targeting youth. We also target society or the environment. And one way that we have been doing that is looking at um, how teens get access to these drugs or alcohol. So um, looking at alcohol retailers we work with alcohol retailers in a program where we try to make sure that these retailers are checking IDs properly. Their store is set up in a way where kids or youth can't be influenced by alcohol advertisements or they can't easily do a beer run, which is basically like stealing alcohol and running out of the store. So we work with these retailers. It's not just working with the youth, but it's also trying to fix society and the environment. So why are kids wanting to use drugs? How are kids getting access to using drugs? Um, I don't know if you guys want to touch a little bit more on um, our new project sticker stock or our new environmental um, prevention strategies campaign? So for the environmental um, prevention is more like an environmental scan that we do. So we've gone to different um, cities and different parks around the, those cities. And we kind of look for any like marijuana, um, anything like a wrappers, like empty um, packages of wrappers, um, alcohol bottles, um, we, we've even found, um, pipes, different stuff that we, we think that, oh, they're using these, um, substances around these areas. And we like to present that information to local, um, our local, you know, communities and kind of seeing like, this is what we see. And hopefully that with even with signage that we have out there, just uh, emphasizing that, you know, any use of drugs is not permitted around or just some facts about certain substances being used. Um, we're hoping to educate and hopefully they take into consideration and make um, healthy choices out of that. We're using that environmental scans, like Juana mentioned. We're um, trying to check what areas have high prevalence of use, whether that's marijuana um, or drug or alcohol use. And then um, we use that information and uh, in different ways we are targeting how to uh, lower that prevalence or that use in those areas. So um, one way is we're working with, we know that we found that parks, like public parks is 
a high prevalence area for marijuana use. So we're going to work with parks to develop a signage, like no smoking signs um, and how, how customize those signs for them. So it would deter youth to um, not use marijuana in those areas. But that's just one other way that we target drug prevention, not just through youth, but also through our environments and our society and trying to change those aspects of it. And then another thing I think we're going to start working on, or we've already started working on, is our Project Sticker Shock. Um, and similarly to our um, environmental scans, like the Posted Project Initiative, it's um, it's the Project Sticker Shock. So basically, we are going to any bars or bar and grill areas where they sell alcohol, um, and um, we're providing coasters with um, customized QR codes of facts and um, basically like a fact sheet of, of underage drinking and the effects of um, underage drinking. So we are in the process of creating those and um, working with the retailers um, in Uptown Whittier. So we hope to have some success in that as well. And that, that just ties into what Lauren was saying is that like we are also working with our community to um, educate them because it's not only the youth, it's um, anybody, you know, um, it's important that uh, your brother, your sister, uh, mom and dad also understand what's happening in our environments and um, in our communities. Yeah, so that's basically what. I thought we'd talk about today. I feel like we covered a lot or hopefully we gave our listeners an idea of how our program uh, approaches drug prevention. Um, also, I hope we gave you an idea of how what drug prevention means to us individually. As you can see, each of us have our own kind of definition of drug prevention. And I think that that's actually a good idea because I think that to youth, drug prevention means a bunch of different things too. So I think if we have different opinions on how to approach drug prevention and what drug prevention means to us, then we can cover more youth and hopefully target them to make better decisions in terms of drugs. Well, thank you so much for listening to our second episode of our Pep Talk podcast series. Uh, we are so excited to continue providing contact, content for all of you. If you want to keep up to date on our new podcast episodes, I would suggest that you follow our Instagram page, which is aodprevention underscore HYC. And if you have any podcast topic ideas that you would like us to cover, you can either email me at lgraziani at hycinc.org, or you can DM us on our Instagram, again, aodprevention underscore HYC. Our episodes will be uploaded to Spotify, but you can also access our podcast episodes, uh, videos on our YouTube channel, Pep Talk. So if you'd like to see our faces, uh, feel free to check them out on our YouTube channel. Again, I wanted to thank you all for listening and stay tuned for our next episode. Bye, everyone.